It's the Buddy Bean Show on Planet Fillmore Orbit. It's the Buddy Bean Show. Welcome to the show. And sitting in for Buddy Bean this evening is Lance Bergman. It's the Buddy Bean Show. Powered by Planet Fillmore Communications. As Fillmore Street has returned to its crowded, bustling form of the years previous to the Second World War, the 40s through mid-60s find former and current military servicemen in and out of uniform, huddled along Fillmore and Sutter, Post, and Gary in packs, a learned behavior from war training. No MPs will be swinging through here tonight. Four men packed into a parked car with one half-pint bottle of spirit. It might last through an hour or two of war stories. Business is booming. From the jukebox, the urgently cool tenor sax play of Erskine Hopkins' hit record, Tippin' In, is heard through the swinging doors of Jack's Saloon on Sutter Street. Big, pretty metal cars fill the chrome, glass, and rubber move to and fro as the twinkly curtain of night lay poised to cast its dark silhouette over the weekend scene which melds this pretty city, this worldly collection of night characters into the surface of the living, breathing Fillmore Street life. A fine blues tune measures the eastern twilight that eases down to a snap count on the business line corridor. The hustle is on. It's Friday night. And everyone just got paid or must get paid. Men and women tipping to the side streets to get home with freshly pressed satire from meters cleaners. Red's shoeshine parlor at Post Street is filled with fellas telling stories of the week's episode on the waterfront or on the racetrack. The salon hairdryers are bristling with whodunit honey gossip before the sun reporter tells it. Further down the corridor at Eddie, Turk and McAllister, longshoremen, warehousemen, and downtown service workers might be found sociably chatting along any storefront, all with the knowing charm of success being nearby. Women with children, perhaps relieved from a grocery stop at an Honorado Brothers grocer, butcher shop, or perhaps even a Jewish deli. They meander along while men stake out their favorite spot to grub. Might best be Virginia's or Gilmore's or any one of several hickory pits. Potato salad, coleslaw, or spaghetti lays out the woman behind the counter at Leonard's Barbecue. No matter. Always be plenty on the plate and a price reasonable enough to return on a day when the paycheck is nearly exhausted. A dollar fifty for a barbecue link sandwich. But this is Friday. The eagle flies high, and the pockets are filled. The neighborhood set is getting a jump start on a weekend of high-octane action. may find themselves settled into one of the eight theaters along the Fillmore Corridor. The men may be strutting as a prelude to gambling payouts struck during the week at the usual underground hotspots, Moe's, Popeye's, Claudel's, where men, cash, liquor, and women might converge into something surely combustible. Legitimate establishments such as Midtown Bowl or Roundtree's Pool Hall might be the set of choice for the evening. Then again, you might just find entertainers passing time on the street with a Tanzaran Park or Bay Meadows Racing Farm waiting for the action to open up at the track. 
Some of the finest gamblers in the country pass through the Fillmore as musicians and singers in their long Lincolns and tantalizing Cadillacs. It was like that. Anything might happen. Keep your eyes open, son. Vroom, vroom. Up the street go eight members of the Rattlers MC San Francisco Motorcycle Club. Boss black jackets with rattlesnake images on the back. Get out of the way, player. The language of hemp has a way of cycling around through generations. Cool is so transportable. In the very earliest years after the war, you only came to Fillmore in your hat, your suit, and your shine shoes. Respectful citizens from southern states, both rural and urban, had brought mannerly customs and ways that were largely acknowledged by the brethren so that you didn't get cut by a razor. Even amongst the most colorful neon rows of bars and clubs, women still felt comfortable bringing their children down along Fillmore because there was a healthy and respectful civility among the citizenry. That meant ruffians and ladies alike, as long as it was daylight. As night rounds into shape and cast its cool, crisp darkness over the posers, players, beautiful people, gamblers, and working class folks, moving to the collective rhythms of the street, the sound kind of lends a beat to the characters who bring lyrical genius to the mixed cultures of Louisianans. Texans and Oklahomans and Arkansans and Mississippians and Alabamans, Tennesseans and Floridians. Not to mention anyone who jumped on a Kaiser or Bechtel train and headed out to make a new life west of the Mississippi. Everyone searching for their own form of American dream and seemingly within reach of it right there on Fillmore. A man can make an honest living raise a solid family, and make something of themselves. Just now, a buddy guy guitar riff penetrates the air outside Mr. Sullivan's Fillmore Auditorium, as inside, Big Mama Thornton belts, you ain't nothing but a hound dog. The smoke, music, and musk spill onto the sidewalks, down the street, and in front of the Club Alabama on post, the long bar around the corner, Jackson Sutter, the Texas Playhouse up the street in the 1800 block of Fillmore. The scene further up the street where all the hip cats and the boss ladies collect themselves at Fillmore and Clay. Then back down to the Primalon Ballroom, just past the New Orleans Supper Club, through the Congo Room and across the street to fight champ Harold Blackshear Supper Club then finally settling next door inside the Temple Theater. On Blue Monday night, there'll be a talent show at the Ella Street Theater. Take a shot. Johnny Mathis won, even though Happy Feet put on a wonderful show. Diana Washington watched in her pedal pushes. Flip Wilson, the doorman at the Manor Plaza Hotel, sent down some guest musicians who were in town to play the jazz workshop. Go see a neighborhood known for its homegrown talent. The ladies hitched in wear, wool and satin flavored faces. 
decked with lipstick and rose-powdered noses, profiled to the teeth with enchanted fragrances wafting politely as an announcement of arrival to make their rendezvous stick at the plantation house, the Manor Plaza Inn, the Booker T. Washington Hotel, or Mrs. King's Cool Blue Mirror. Listen, I had all the famous people. Oh, God. Oh, I was a hot potato. But honey, this was heaven to me. This place was, oh, it took me by storm. I, look, when I got up in the morning dressing, when I saw my parents, everybody, you gotta be dressed. You can't go out there looking like that with them ready for, you gotta look good, you gotta look good. They kept me in fashion. So I got the barbecue pit, I got the bar, I'm making plenty of money. I'm driving a Maserati, okay. Oh. <laughs> I was tough. Birdcage was very popular. I had gone, I had so many musicians working. Duke was a friend of mine, Kev Calloway, Charles Brown. The people that come to my club entertained in my club. I mean, they just get on the stage and stay on the stage all night. And you know what? I went into the real estate business, but I got so good at it. I was about buying at night with a flashlight. And I sold and made over five million dollars. I had big money. I was rich. Cars, fur coats, you name it. Trip to your Paris. Then what, what happened? Mm -hmm. So what happened? Out there. Took my club and took it. <laughs> sold it to somebody and I didn't even know that sold. That's how they got my mansion on Scott. Oh, the other domain? Yeah. Check the watch. All convene after hours at Jimbo's Chicken and Waffle Shop at Bob City. No matter the hour of the last waffle served or the final drink setup, as Jimbo's signature call of Louie Louie, it's time to go. Everyone would most certainly be in church on Sunday morning. Sit up straight, young man. This is Lance Burton sitting in for Buddy Bean on the Buddy Bean Show on the Planet Fillmore Orbit. This show was brought to you by Planet Fillmore Communications. It was Lance Burton and the music by Bobby Spider Webb. We also had a second voice. That was Peter Fitzsimmons. Thank you, Peter. This production has been produced and orchestrated by Planet Fillmore Communications. All rights are reserved.